check, check, hey, hey, smooth as hell, it's the Porch Podcast, y'all, wow, hey, what's up, oh, man, I like that, welcome way. to episode five of the Porch Podcast, it's your boy, DJ E, known as Mr. Influential, and I'm rocking with my brother, the original, in the building, in the building, so, this episode, like we said, is called The Naturals. So with that being said, Kid Natural, what up, Kid Natural? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you, Kid Natural? Hey, man. I'm all right, dear little natural. <laughs> Are the rest of the little guys doing it well? <laughs> Shout out to my brother Black. You know what I mean? When he see these kid natural, little natural. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to Black, man. Oh man, listen, man. How's your how how your week go? Oh man, hmm? you know, hey, I'm good. I'm just glad I'm on the other end of it, man. The, the week was what it is, uh, what it was. Uh, I'm still around. Still around. I'm still around. So you know, like a circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. So 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 I survived it. That's all that matters. Right, right. You know, right. Well, I could tell you this: my weeks are always good. Um, as long as I'm breathing, mm-hmm. I'm good to go. That's a good thing. I ain't got no complaints about nothing. I ain't worried about nothing. I'm good to go as long as I'm breathing and I'm good. I'm happy. That's what's up. You know what I mean? That's I'm happy. Up. But that's what's up. Some people naturally, that's why we titled this the naturals. You know what I mean? Naturally you're angry. Yeah. And I don't understand why. Because I don't live that life. So I'm gonna take a a guess at it. Mm-hmm. Could it be they're skipping cycles? Could be. Could it be they're not staying committed? Mm-hmm. Could it be that some people think it's cool and they smell on themselves? Right. But before they kick off their day, mm-hmm. they should understand their natural ability to be great. Right. I just ran all the episodes down right quick. I just did all this shit. I like how you did that. You tied them together. You put the bowl in there. Hey, man. I mean, if they're angry, you know, and it's a difference, man. You know, if they just mad. Naturally, like even when things going right, they mad. That's just who they are as a person, man. I mean, sometimes that's just who people is. Listen, you know, you got some people who pride themselves on just being disgruntled, right? Just being, you know what I mean? Just, just a problem to themselves and and everybody else. You know, I guess sometimes they create that as a defense for disappointment. Yeah, you know, a lot of I heard heard a brother tell tell his, his his significant other one day. He said. I get you used to disappointment. That way it won't be uncomfortable when I do it. And I was like, you know. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. He, he said, yeah. he said, yeah. I get, he I, said, yeah. I get you used to disappointment. Right. That way you can be used to it when it happens in so many words. Right. That's right. the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Okay, okay. I, I felt exactly the way you feel now. But here's the thing. Sometimes people say things like that, man, because... They, they intend on never changing, right? And so they want you to kind of just partake in the dumb shit that they do. Skipping the cycle. Skipping the cycle, or well, as well as it's just not even following the cycle. 
Yeah, no, nah, I mean, they, they, they're admitting to it. Like, it's never okay to do, you know, things that's just hurtful, spiteful, and mean. Nah. But people do them to people that they love more often than not. Right. You know, I know people that, are, you know, unfortunately, we all know people, you sit back and you watch some of the actions, you go, that's crazy. Like, why? Yeah. Why would they do that to a person that seems on the surface like they love them so much? But the person that hate on them, talk shit about them behind their back or do different things. Right. They got more respect for that person than, than anybody else. Because a lot of people, some people are actually fueled, naturally are fueled by people that they think need them. Mm-hmm. And the people that they think need them, they feel like they're above them. Instead of showing gratitude to everybody. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So the people that they feel like they feel like that they feel like he's trying to earn their respect. They treat him like shit to try to earn their respect, which none of it makes sense because we're supposed to treat people the way we want to be treated. Right. That's right. That's you right. Know what I mean, yeah. even though it don't always go like that, you know what I mean? Like I know some people that may have an a-hole mentality and they come at a person crazy. They might come at me crazy and I don't necessarily turn right back around and, and, and treat them the same way. And it's not because this is where a lot of people, it's not because, you know, they say, people say, they say, treat a person the way you want to be treated. So if they treat me like an asshole, I'm going to treat them like an asshole. No, because now they're knocking you off who you really are. That's right. Yeah. That's like, that goes back to the saying of killing with kindness. Yeah. So I naturally try to kill people with kindness. Yeah. And not get riled up. Now, don't get it wrong. I can, I can get riled up. Right. I'm not running around here talking about it like I'm a tough guy, you know, but I can, I can, yeah, I can nah, get riled nah, up. Nah, yeah, nah, you definitely can respond. In, in, you know in, what I mean? But that, yeah. my point is of the natural ability of being not knocked off my own ding. Mm-hmm. Because negative energy is going to come at you all the time to try to knock you off who you really are. Absolutely. Yeah. It's and, challenging. And people, and people often, we fall for that challenge. Yeah. Like we 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 fail to the test of that day, yeah. You know what I mean. Energy doesn't die; it just it just transfers. But you can kill it. That's the thing. They say energy never dies; it just transfers. I agree with that to a certain extent. It just ain't gonna transfer up on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because things only live when you feed them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that, that's basically where I'm going with that. And they say a lot of times hurt people hurt people. Right. You know. Um, my thing is this. You know. I don't make excuses. Right. I had I had a, a conversation uh, before with someone, and I said to them, I said, the problem that I have a lot of times or what gets me into, into debates or, the, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, arguments, whatever you want to call it, is I don't make excuses. I'm not, I'm not you know, uh, 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 exempt from the same dynamics. Right. But I take the approach like, okay, Making an excuse is just your way of trying to force something on me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't like that part. So right. the part that you know what I mean? So like if I turn around and say to you, if I'm speaking to you about a, a pre-existing issue situation, right? Right. This was the issue before we even got to wherever we're getting to. Now the issue is actually happening. Yeah. Afterwards, I say something about it. You can't say, well, you say that in hindsight. No, I said that before it happened. That's always been my but feeling. You, you know what I'm saying? But now, if you try to force it on me, I look at it from the perspective that you trying to push things on me. Right. You understand what I'm saying? 
you trying to push things on me. And that's the part that becomes somewhat of an issue for me. Right. I don't have a problem with a person being who they are. Like you just said, it's up to me or optional to me if I want to absorb that energy. Right. Now, if I turn around and say, oh, okay, like, man, bro, I used to, you know, be places, you be at work. Yeah. And you can see somebody and you speak to them. And they turn around and look at you and be like, so. Yeah. And you like, you know, damn, like, you know what I mean? Like, or, I, or, or, I don't have or, people not say nothing to me at all. Or don't say nothing to you at all, right? And then there's a part of you that be like, okay, wow. Now, am I going to be wrong when later on I see that person and say, yo, when I hollered at you earlier, fam, like, you seem like, you know what I mean? I don't know, you ain't want to say nothing to me or anything cool. Mm-hmm. And now they in a better mood. Right. So now they like, Nah, man, why you say that? And it's like, what you mean why I said it? We experienced it. We just we just, we went, just through went through it. Yeah. And, and and see, my thing is, is that's the parts that I used to actually get into more of a, a issue with with people. Right. You know what I mean? You trying to make me part of what your issue is, fam, whatever that situation may be. And I'm not willing to allow myself to just kind of succumb to whatever you're dealing with. Nah, I'm not I'm not going to, I'm not stooping to your level. Right. Right. Especially when it's something minute like, what's up? Like right. how you doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So like that that kind of leads me to just at the point where in my life, like I said, man, I'm just trying to just be better, even better at not allowing things to kind of just stay in my mind like that. You know what I mean? But it's I, it's, it's hard. It's I, not easy. I definitely agree. Um it's been periods in my life where I had to let I had I would let that affect me. Mm-hmm. You know, and just to touch on the last episode, those cycles and those cycles and those that part of my life cycle is what kind of shaped me into being a better person and a better guy because I then learned that it didn't break me, so it made me stronger. Right. So I started using those abilities and understanding that I never want to go back to those cycles. So when I deal with certain things, I push through it. Like, you know, in 19, you know, we lost our mother. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that I was depressed. I didn't realize I was depressed until like December of 20. Mm-hmm. Because I've been, I dealt with depression before. Mm-hmm. Back in 2008, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And it hit me in a different way. They hit in different ways. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This time around, in 08, I lost myself. From 19 to the end of 20, I didn't lose myself, but I realized that I wasn't feeling my regular self because I was missing mom, of course. Mm-hmm. But it clicked. One day it just clicked. Like, she wouldn't want you to do this. She wouldn't want you to be this way. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think it was around uh, when we first started the podcast that made me understand, no, you're not reacting, like, because I felt good. See, we had a great family element growing up in our house. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. A house of four, mom being the only woman, me and you brothers, and of course, we we have an excellent father, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... Growing up in that structure, anytime now that anything comes that reminds me of that time, yeah, it 
it gives me this energy and this level of, yo, and I'm here. And I think that the podcast took us back. Because here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing about Kid Natural and Lil Natural, right? <laughs> I got to give that kid natural a little natural. You know what I mean? <laughs> if y'all can see, if y'all can see P-Face right now, <laughs> you'll be cracking up. But mm. here's the thing about kid natural a little natural. <laughs> we had a little, we had a little podcast before we even knew what that was. You know what? That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Damn, yo, that's yeah, before right. we even know what that was. See how now when you could... Hindsight, you can look at your past. Remember when I ripped your Reebok soccer shirt? Yeah, you you listen, listen, listen. Yeah, I still listen, listen. Ripped my shirt. Listen, he ripped my shirt. Wonder I want Reebok Reebok soccer classic classic shirt. Yeah, then you in the middle of the episode, smooth. You know, out of another episode, you try to take my Nike wristband off my wrist. It was like, that's mine, man. I'm like, it's mine. It's mine. Nah, because I don't know where mine at in my room, man. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm something. not the only older brother that feel like a dirt bag or yeah. at some point, like, the little things and shit. That I like, hey, man, my bad, man. Yeah, listen, listen, yeah. though. Listen, when you try to take the Nike wristband off, right. I, I set up like, man, word is mine. This, yeah, yeah. this shit mine. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Nah, guess, you, guess what, though? Guess what? Really was yours. Just tell you that now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> About thirty five years. Podcast and bring it out. <laughs> Shit was really yours, man. That's, that's yeah. Cool. I found mine hey, behind man. the bed later, man. That's, hey, look, man. We'll call it even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ripped my shirt. I took the Nike wristband. Exactly. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's funny you bring it up. Um, <laughs> so I guess, okay. I guess this was destined. De- de- right. Right. So was it goes back to episode mm. one. Where we asked, well, what would you do what your 15-year-old self was doing? And truth of the matter is, we just didn't realize uh, yeah. it. Yeah, we was. Yeah. I thought about it the other day. I'm like, yo, we had a podcast. Mm-hmm. We used to have a music playing in the background. Word. Like, like, think about this. Wow. Technology now. We stream music. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So we stream music and, and those who those who are listening, you know, people stream music and we're also our podcasters on these different sites. Like they stream music from Apple. Right. Um, Spotify. Absolutely. You know, Amazon Music. Like, you know, just just the name of three. Mm-hmm. But and also the Porch Podcast is 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 on there to download. Please we ask you to download. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I second that. Yeah, yes. Um but remember when we used to watch Yo MTV raps. Okay. And Fat literally, five and literally put, we used to, we, we Yo MTV, we Fab Five Freddy and Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre and Ed Lover. That's uh, our absolutely. Form. But absolutely. Fab Five was first. Right. Yeah. We literally used to take the radio mm-hmm. and put it next to the speaker and hit record on the. I remember that. On that. I remember that. Right. Wow. Look how, look how, look how, look how technology has changed things and made stuff easier. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We literally used to do that. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this right here. Remember when you would sit and listen to the countdown of your local radio station to yeah. try to get the top the top songs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, like I said, we we from Jersey, Trenton, New Jersey. Let's say stand up, stand up, Trenton, New Jersey. But we were in the Philly market, and we used to listen to the 9 at 9 on Power 99. Absolutely. And sit there and record all the joints, and then walk down the street 
You had the hottest nine songs every day if you sat <laughs> yeah. there with a 60-minute tape. Yeah. yeah, and then you try not to have the, the host or the, the commercial dude commercial come in. commercial dude come in, and it, yeah. was, it was funny. Yeah, now nah, I was sitting back thinking about some other stuff, too, man. One day I was sitting there, and I was like, you know, damn, what happened to uh, certain things that kind of just kind of disappeared? Mm-hmm. You know, it just disappeared, like phone booths. Oh, yeah. Pay phones. Right. Um, Sat there and I and I know it's like you know, why would that even be something you think about nowadays? You got a cell phone. Now the 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 thing wasn't about that I needed one. Right. I was more or less blown away by the fact that they were just gone. Yeah. Like and I don't remember at any point in time. Not that I sit outside and watch these things. When did they take them? But when did they take them? Mm-hmm. And 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 that was one thing I was thinking about. Then I started laughing one day thinking about it. You know, the ring and all that stuff that, you know, that they put on the house with the cameras and stuff like that you could see. Right. I thought about back in the day, we didn't even have anything like that. We had that older lady mm-hmm. who was sitting in the window. Shout out to Miss May. Shout out to Miss May. I love Miss May. May she rest in peace. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and they could tell, she could tell everybody mom and pop. Right. Or whoever you, you know, you was living with or whatever, who had came by your house. Right. You know. Uh, 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 who had been bothering with your car or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be like that. And so when you look back and you start to say, like, as time went on, like you were saying with electronics and different things, mm-hmm. that, you know, evolution basically from one situation to the next created, I started to think about the things that were no longer in existence. Right. And so that led me to think about people who are no longer in existence. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so I started to think about, like, like if I asked you, E, like, who is a person that is no longer with us? I'm talking about from a famous perspective. That if you had an opportunity just to sit with them and have a conversation with them, maybe not long, who would that person be? And, like, what's something that you may you may ask them? Uh, believe it or not even though I wasn't a fan of this person through his whole career until maybe his last two seasons, probably Kobe Bryant. And I say that because we just had the episode on cycles. Right. Kobe was one who didn't skip a cycle. Absolutely. He literally, um, we watched his whole evolution, his whole growth, as an NBA player. I know for some people it's shocking. You know what I mean? They may think as like a DJ, I might say a Biggie Smalls or Tupac Shakur or even a Nipsey Hussle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, And these brothers gave us a lot, great body of work. You know, when I went to LA, I visit Nipsey Hussle Square and just to see everything around it, you know what I mean? Like they now have it gated off. You can't just go in. But um, you see with what he did within his own neighborhood at that time. So that's very impressive. But we watched Kobe come in and go through trials and tribulations, blossom into a great father. Like, we didn't even know how great of a father he was until he died. Right. And you've seen the relationship he had with his daughter that passed the same time as him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. So what I learned about hearing stories about Kobe Bryant, his ability to lock in with anything that he wanted to do, Mm -hmm. 
So my question would be with him is, what made him be able to be that strong or that focused in everything that he did? What made him to be like, like, what made him learn this ability to lock in that? It's easy to lock into something that you love. And it's safe to say that Kobe Bryant loved basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay? But it was a conversation, and it's crazy, we lost him too in 2020, that Chad Mc, Chadwick Bozeman was saying mm-hmm. that when he had a conversation with with Kobe, and he was he was talking about acting or something like that, and he, he asked Chadwick for some advice because that's the one thing Kobe never had a problem with. He never probably had a problem with talking to the people who he felt that was great at something for advice. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. He never had that problem. And he asked Chadwick, I can't remember the exact question, but Chadwick said, he looked at, looked at him and said, give me two years. He said, but the way he looked at me, it was like his, his whole sight changed and it just signaled straight pointing into his face. Like he looked through his soul and was, give me two years. Like I'm going to be a master at this shit. Mm. So, with Tupac and Biggie dying at the age of 24 and 25, it's easy for us to say that they're great. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Biggie had two albums, but we never knew how the rest of his career might have turned. Because some people in music, it's hard to be to do like what Jay-Z did. Yeah, absolutely. With all those albums in a row like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, it don't mean it takes away from any of his greatness, but when we look at him at the same level, if they happen to fall off, now I don't think neither one of them would have fell off. That's just my opinion. Nah, me neither. But, you know, you get where I'm going yeah, with Yeah, 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 yeah. But Kobe Bryant, how about you? Who would you want to have that conversation with? You know, it's because, like, I feel like I can learn from so many different people, unfortunately. You know, who are not here anymore. Um, you know, I can, I can honestly say probably from a cliche perspective, I wouldn't have mind being able to talk to Malcolm X. I like that. Um, like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I like minds. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I like, I like, I like people who, who understand that, you know, there is layers to the onion. Right. And they're not surface people. Right. So I like having conversations with people who can go deeper than the depths that I'm accustomed to. Right. Because it then makes me, you know, kind of charge myself with the responsibility of going back and and, and, and really digging into what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and... In asking questions, it's not necessarily that I would have an you know an inspiration to want to try to emulate you know the life, but the 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 ability to have that conversation with them would be an awesome situation. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. just to be able to say you know clearly, like you said, like you know there's some names of people who never, in my opinion, got to reach the full potential of their lives. Absolutely. And so there were some things left on the table. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there's some things that kind of, kind of puzzle you to okay. In the event that your demise didn't come when it did, where did you where did you think that you could have gone with yourself? 
Absolutely. Like, where do you think that you could have, you know, made a an impact to the degree where, you know, I mean, I guess they kind of did it in a sense. Right. Even in their absence now, people still refer to them. People still follow different things and research and, you know, live by certain concepts of what, you know, people were developing. But right. I'm, I'm just, I would just want to see where they were going. Like, yeah. I feel like we got a piece of the blueprint. Like, I don't feel like we, we you know we, what I mean? We never, gave, we never got the whole thing. But to piggyback off who you're saying, Malcolm X. Yeah. One of my biggest questions would be, if he could come back now, let's say he can come back now. Yeah. And he's, and you know, they always say when people pass, they, they're still watching and all that type of stuff. So let's just say yeah. naturally that they were. Was his story that Spike Lee made mm -hmm. spot accurate. on? Yeah, was it accurate? Right. Was yeah. it accurate? Yeah, like, that, I would ask that type of question. question yeah. that, that type of question. And if it wasn't, because of, because of mine like Malcolm, yeah. Where if it wasn't, he gonna tell you what it really was. Yeah. I, I I would love to ask that question, and that's a great person, bro. Like you're right, Malcolm X, Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, it's certain know. ones. It's like you felt almost cliche in saying it, but I, yeah. I couldn't turn away from it because. Right. Like I said, like if you go back and look at some of the the teachings and the understandings and in, 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 of that time period, the the fact that they're still relevant now. Absolutely. Like. Is a reflection of the power of what they were trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like he didn't see his children grow. No. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine not watching my kids grow. Right. So like I would be like you to some degree. I would want to ask the question like, is the you know the movie version of you? Yeah. Accurate. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm quite sure it's embellished to some degree because you got to make movies interesting. It's still got to be, yeah. You know, I mean, it was a three-hour long. I can remember I was working at the movie theater when that came out. It was yeah. three hours long. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I can remember that there was people inside of the theater who were literally, you know, being angered by some of the things that they had saw in the actual movie. I remember that. And I'm quite sure you do. And and, and it was like, I can remember I had a supervisor. They came to me and he said that, um, you know, it's getting a little like aggressive in there. I'm like, we mean aggressive. Yeah. You know, you got people that's in there sitting on the floor in the aisles watching the movie. And my thing to him was, is, well, somebody out here sold them some tickets or something because yeah, yeah. they don't get in there with, unless they selling tickets. So right. the point in the situation, like, like when I watched it and I seen the, magnitude of how it was affecting people. Right. It just was like, yo, I wish I could have actually spoke to the brother because yeah. look at what he was able to, like, bro, he was bingo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, that's, that's who it is for me. My question, I agree with you, would be in line with, is what was put into movie theaters an accurate um, example or breakdown of what took place of in your what life. Took place, yes. And also, uh, you know, just the impact of the, the the overall finished, polished product of the blueprint of what he was working on. Exactly. You know what I mean? Did he feel like he was able to accomplish it? Um, that that's that that's pretty much um a great assessment of these people, you know, and. 
that's all we hope for, man. I mean, when we go day to day, naturally going day day to day, we're recording a legacy. Right. For every great thing that we want that we do, we want to be known. For like right now, when even when people might not think they ain't nothing or they ain't doing nothing, they're still recording a legacy. Just because your legacy may not be as big as a Malcolm X or a Dr. Martin Luther King or a Kobe Bryant or a Biggie Smalls or, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. um, a, a Tupac or a Nipsey Hussle, you often realize that people, it's good that people talk great about people when they're gone, but it only happens when they do great things. Right. Now, great things don't always have to be big and everybody has to know it. Right. And I think we live in a world now that they want everybody to know what they do. It's a diff it goes back to that validation thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you putting in work just because you f really feel and believe in that work, mm -hmm. you get great results. You mm -hmm. get natural results. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But when you skip cycles and rush those steps and you just want everybody to know know you as the funniest person in the world or the the best athlete in the world or you got the top podcast in the world. You are you really doing it just for that fame? No, because God will give you that. Absolutely, He'll give you that. But do you really want to make a difference? Yeah. And I think everybody that we spoke about really made a difference. You know, when you go back and you think about, okay, let's just use Biggie Smalls for example. Mm -hmm. Biggie Smalls was big for the hip hop community, but you seen what he did in Brooklyn, because when he died. Right. That parade, mm -hmm. Bedford Stuyvesant, mm -hmm. you know, it went crazy. Mm -hmm. They all them people came out mm -hmm. because they felt like that was one of their own. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When Nipsey died, mm -hmm. see everybody lined up around. You know, some people ain't know who Nipsey Nipsey Hussle was till he died. I know. They didn't even know who the brother was until he died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But. Similar situation with Pop Smoke. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, their legacy was being born by doing the right, the way they wanted to do it. Yeah. And yeah. that's all we say. Try to try to live every day, not like it's your last. I'm not going to nah, make that statement. I got you, I got you. But live every day as, this is the best page of my legacy today. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's what you want to do. Yeah, you want to write it like, like, and the concept of just like showing your appreciation, you know what I mean? Reminding people how much they mean something to you. Right. You know, uh, being, being, like I said, you know, just, just very comfortable with the reality that you want to be the best version of you at all times. That way you don't feel like you left nothing out. Exactly. You know, um, don't be as critical. I know nah. that's, I know that's not always easy. Like I said, a person like myself, there's some things I still work on. Um, I think that it's okay to, to question, mm -hmm. um, but it's also okay to understand that you don't have to, how can I say, be uncomfortable with being questioned. Right. Um. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, when we was kids, man, you know, and everything was a little bit different, you know, parents used to make statements like, you do as I say, not as I do. Right. And you just, you know, once you... <laughs> Had a clear mm, understanding of that. Right. You started saying like, "Mom or Dad, 
grandma, grandpa, that don't make sense. Nah. Do as I say. Listen, I understand that because you grown. Yeah. The the you know the repercussions of it may be a little bit different. Right. But if you teaching me right is right and wrong is wrong, absolutely, it ain't no more. That wrong ain't no more right because you grown Cause and you I'm gr- a kid. Exactly. And and so exactly we, we don't realize sometimes some of the things that we've kind of like absorbed along along our, our growth. It's and a cycle. It's a cycle of different things, and on top of that, it's just also you know an unrealistic assessment of what the ultimate ultimate goal is like if if i'm trying to instill into anybody mm-hmm. whether it's my children whether it's my significant other or anybody that what's going on in the situation or maybe the way that they handle it the way i see it is being handled wrong right i can't make it make sense by justifying if i did it that same way that it'd be right that'd be right yeah i can't do that you nah. know what i mean and expect that it's gonna make sense to them right you know how many times I've had conversations, and I'm just saying, like, in general, whether it's with my wife, you know, whether it's with my kids, whether me and you have the conversation, pop, right, whoever. You know how many times I done said something in the middle of the conversation, heard myself say it, and go, Damn, like, did I just say that? Like, right. That I could see why that would be a complicated thing for a person to understand where he coming from. Mm-hmm. And I kind of go back and, and, and reflect on, damn, what's the message I'm really trying to send? Right. You know what I mean? That that I'm either better than the situation or I'm, you know, what I can do, you can't do. Right. You know, all of those different things. So we got to just be mindful, man, like, that as we're going along and we're, like you say, you know, smelling the roses and, 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 and giving people their roses while they're still here, that we are, we need to all charge each other. With the same concept of like, let's empower each other. You know what I mean? Right. Let's 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 not wait till you meet an untimely demise to be like, damn, he was right, man. He was always smart. Yeah. He used to tell me all the right stuff. I don't know. Like, why would you, you don't have to wait for that? Nah. You know, I've I've sat in situations, bro, and I've said something to a loved one. They be ready to argue against me, fight me tooth and nail over it. Right. Turn around, 15 minutes later, somebody else. Say the same thing. Say the same thing. Right. And they go, you right, and you get it. And you and I sit there and go, you know what? This, you know what? What just happened here? Yeah. yeah. What just happened? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's because of who it comes from. It also makes us feel like sometimes, do they respect that person more? Or are they are they actually agreeing with that person because maybe of their accomplishments that they've already did stuff? See, some people think sometimes you don't have knowledge in things because you may not have experienced it. Mm-hmm. Where experience can be the best teacher, but it's not the only teacher. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, and I used to give people advice on stuff, and they would think that, well, if he knew so much about that, then why he ain't do it for himself? You ever stop and think I just ain't want to do that? Because at the end of the day, when we painting all you know painting the picture of our legacy, we wanted to be our way or what we want to do. And sometimes doing stuff you don't want to do when it's not necessary, it's just a waste of time. And that's all it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all it is. Time is the true riches, man. We we 
you know, you, you get you get a certain amount of it every day, right? You lose it every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It charges back up every day. Every day. You know what I mean? But if you don't use it right, that's why we try to invest energy, time, money into the right things. You know, some people don't want to invest time. They'd rather just waste it. I don't know. I'm not judging them. That's just how they choose to spend their money. If you ever realize it, that a lot of millionaires and a lot of people that's rich, who stayed rich through their whole time, mm -hmm. they didn't master the secret about money necessarily. They mastered the secret about time. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because anytime you plant a seed, it takes time for the harvest. That's right. Everybody wants it overnight, but it ain't necessarily going to work like that overnight. You have to honestly sit back and think about the fact that knowing that I got to put in the time and I got to put in the energy. Mm -hmm. Now, well, you know what usually takes people away from the, from the, from the commitment of it? Like we said, okay, of course results, but it's just the fact that they're not spending the time the way they want to spend the time. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. You know what I mean? But naturally, you got to want to do something. You know that's right, Kid Natural, right? I understand a little natural. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I agree with you, bro. I, hey. just, I just think that, like you said, you know, it's, it's, it's growth and development. You know what I mean? I'm just glad to see that, you know, as, as we've aged, you know, our, our understanding of the things that's going on in life. Right. You know, hasn't taken us away from the fact that we know that we, you know, we have to evolve with it. Right. Um, you know, I sit, I, I think about a lot of stuff. You know, obviously, I think the older that we get, we try to do, you know, as much self-evaluation as we possibly can because at some point or another, you got to come to grips with, you know, you don't know how long you're going to be here. And I'm not trying to talk crazy. No, nah, you're right. You're just right. You're but right, you, though. You, you know, you don't know. When you, like, when you younger, man. You think you got all you the time like in the world? You feel like you got all the time in the world, man. Right. You know, I can always get it right later. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll I, I live wild, live carefree, you know, don't save nothing for a rainy day. Not everybody, because you got some people that's just like from the time that they can, you know, bust moves, they bust them. Right. And they, and they, and they win, and, and, and there's things that they just develop, and it works out right for them, you know? I think back sometimes, like, if it was three things that I could do over again, just to use that for an example. Right. If it was three things that I could do over again. I'm listening. And it has nothing to do with me having an issue with how my life turned out. So I want to say that first. Because it doesn't. No, not at all. But the three things I probably would do over again is I definitely would have stayed in school in terms of at least finishing getting, you know, my associate's degree dealing with uh, what I was going to school for. I was in an engineer major. I was going to school for architectural building construction technology. Mm -hmm. um, I would have finished that. Right. Whether or not I pursued it as a career, that may not have changed. Right. But I would have finished that uh, to have that feather, so right. to speak. Right. Um, another thing that I probably would have done is I would have found out a lot sooner about how to invest money. Right. When I was a lot younger and, 
you know, my energy level was different. Um, yes. Clearly, I'm not an old man now, ancient now, but I'm just thinking from the, you know, the spunkier times in my life, so to speak. Right. And I would have done things differently like that. And then um, probably lastly, I would have made it my business to spend more time with my family. Yes. Um, like you said about mom, you know, that's a void that's never going to going to go away um, at all. And there's and there's things that you know that are just like you say as time goes on and you try to just kind of wrap your mind up around the fact that you did your best in those moments. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that I would have done differently, but those are the three main things. I would have finished school. I definitely would have found things to invest in a lot earlier. Um, and I definitely would have spent more time with the family just to, just to, you know, have more memories, more, more everything, you know? Well, to, to piggyback off you saying, what would you, what would you do? Same, pretty much the same thing. Um, except the school part, um, I think the biggest thing about the school part when people go to school is what fuels you to want to keep going you have to you have to stay interested in what you're interested in let's just say for example it takes two years to get your associates right four years to get your total four years to get your bachelor's sometimes another what two to get your master's mm-hmm. and then another two for your for your phd and some things mm-hmm. okay i said i've been djing for 24 years so in that case, I could be a doctor three times in DJing if it was a degree. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing about school, we have to remember to keep ourselves involved with the things that we want to do. You don't, you don't have to work for something, work with something or work at something. Like, like how you said, pursuing it as a career, mm-hmm. you know, you may not necessarily have to do that. But if you still read on it, you still mm-hmm. stayed interested in it, yeah. it fuels you. Yeah. That's why I was blessed to get my associate's degree in business management slash finance, right? Mm-hmm. With a finance focus because it was a list of everything. And I could have took, and I knew the finance focus was going to have a lot of math. And when you do math in college, it's a different, it's a different beast. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a different beast, mm-hmm. right? But I didn't want to do it in human resources even though I still had to take a human resource management class. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it in entrepreneurship was pretty, pretty, it was right there. I thought about doing that too, but I did it in finance because for the longest I could live, I was always interested in how money, not just making money, but how it works. Mm-hmm. So definitely the investing, I fought myself a lot from the past. I blew a lot of money that I should have invested. And I think the problem where, um, people, and I'm going to say the black community, I mean, not to just point us out like that, but, you know, where we fall victim at is we think we got to invest in what's going to be the next big thing. Right. If we all would have known, okay, the Amazon was going to be a, a big thing to invest in, we all would have bought it. If we all would have known uh, back in the day when Yahoo, Google, um, with Apple, before the iPhone dropped in 2008, I think the stock was $11 a share. You see what I'm saying? So now it's, a, it's up there, $200-something a share or something like that. Um, 
we have to learn to be able to invest in small victories too. Yeah. The number one investment that anybody should be having that go to work every day is retirement. Mm-hmm. Outside of outside of what what you already have at your job. If you have a 401k or if you have a pension or a 401c, whatever whatever you got, you should be investing in an IRA or any other thing, deferred comp, whatever you want. Because like you said, you're not ancient, you're not an old man, but you wish you would have did it when you was a lot younger. Shout out to a, 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 a great finance motivating speaker type of guy, Tony Robbins. He always tells stories on how people can be a millionaire when they retire. I understand how inflation is and how life goes, but the key to retirement when you do retire is supposed to be living by your means. Absolutely. But if we spend, if we treat all our income like cash flow, as it comes in, it goes back out. Not investing. Not, we're never going to stop working. Even when you're an old man. Right. You're going to keep working. So we learn things like that. I wish I could have did that. And I wish I would have started, even though I've networked all over my life, I wish I would have started uh, networking earlier. It's funny. I'm going to say this. Remember we used to go back in the day, okay? Mom and dad was in a van club. Okay. Right? <laughs> They was a they was in a van club, mm-hmm. and we used to go camping and all that type of stuff. You know, a lot of those, a lot of the members in the van club, we looked at them as aunt and uncles. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Because it was really a brotherhood, family. sisterhood, a whole yeah, family it's like thing. A family, right? So I remember one year we went to the fallout. Okay, uh, I think it used to be in Flemington. Yeah, and I met this dude, this young boy. His name was Lloyd. Right, me and Lloyd got cool. I think that was his name. Could have been, it could have been anything. It could have been Bernie. I think it was Lloyd, though. Go with Lloyd. All right, we're going to go with Lloyd, all right? Mm-hmm. So, me and Lloyd, we became cool because we won the balloon toss. When they used to fill up the water and throw it back and forth and all that. So, prize by eight, nine. So, we cool, we hanging out. Lloyd was like, man, you cool, Bernie. Back then, it wasn't no social media. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook. So, Lloyd gave me, we, we switched numbers. I remember we was all by the campfire at the end of the day. All of us, the families, right? Mm-hmm. I take Lloyd number and threw the shit in the fire. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right? <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> I had to give it all. <laughs> I know now why. I know why now. Floyd ain't mean nothing to you, man. Lloyd. See, he ain't mean nothing to you. You just calling him Floyd. I put an F in front of it because of the fire you threw in. <laughs> See what I'm saying? But Lloyd, You right? the one that was like F Lloyd. Yeah, that's F why Lloyd. I came with Floyd. <laughs> Shit, man. Hey, Listen, though, man. Yeah. Me and Lloyd yeah. lost contact. Yes. I, right. I wonder why. He called though. He called because I gave him real. He called one day. And I did not, and I never. We never talked back and forth, right? You know, and that's back when long distance wasn't free because Lloyd wasn't from Trent. You remember? Remember if you called up to uh, Quaker Bridge Mall, that came up on the bill back in the day. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. right. You right. So, um, I often wonder. Said, damn, what if me and Lloyd would have stayed cool? What is Lloyd today? Lloyd might be a real estate investor, millionaire, anything. 
And if we would have been cool like that, because just being cool, once I meet a person, I still got friends from the first grade. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's doing great. Mm -hmm. You never know what that could have been. That could have been somebody that was showing me a different way. I had this conversation about networking. We often stay locked in and only like to deal with people from our neighborhood. Right. But how do we grow mm -hmm. if we all learn the same thing from the same neighborhood? Now, I ain't going to go over there. He from that side. Or well, I ain't going from that side. When we could actually teach each other some things. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing. I wish I would have started networking early. It wasn't until I went to a prep school program to learn about networking harder. You now, know? I remember you going there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think, that, I think that, like I said, man, you know, we charge responsibility at this point because really, really, you know, your success is going to be measured on what the legacy that you kind of create for your children. Right. You know what I mean? Like, person look at you, E, and they see you succeed. They'll tell you 10 times over, E, always knew you was going to be something. Whether right. they believe that or not, they're going to say it. Yeah, they Because that's what's it. going on. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But when your children, you know, kind of demonstrate those characteristics, it's different because now you get to see, you know, certain aspects of what you know you invested into them. Right. You know what I mean? You get to see the things that you invested in the time that, that went into helping them, you know, cultivate, you know, their own minds and, 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 and help them develop those things that they put into practice. So, you know, I agree with you, you know, definitely in hindsight, you know, learning how to network, the value of it. Right. You know, um, right. You know, Writing more things down, you know, like we, we make jokes about the kid natural, little natural thing, but yeah, that was a rap thing. Yeah. But honestly speaking, you know, names come to be because of what you want to present yourself as. Right. And we wanted to be, you know, naturally who we were. Right. And that's kind of like how that developed. And it was just like, when you look back at it now, it's funny. Yeah. Because the names are funny. Right. But we are still... In essence, even though we don't go by those names, right? Naturally, who we are, right? And so, you know, I, I just really, really like you said, man. That was a really good one in terms of the networking part of it. Mm -hmm. I wish we would have taken the same way we took the approach to create our names based off of what we wanted to present ourselves as, right? And kind of just let that bend the guide to a lot more things, right? Um, you know. When you look back at it, like you said, maybe we are right where we were supposed to be. We are. Because um, it was inevitable. Maybe we did. Or maybe we are fulfilling what you had asked about that situation about the 50 own version of, of us. Um, the naturals. The naturals, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, man, you know, the porch, man, I, I wish that I could have bottled up some of that stuff, man, those conversations. Yeah. And and saved it. Um, luckily, you know, I was there to live them, so some things you just retain and you remember. Mm -hmm. um, but I wish that I could have actually just saved them. So, like, my kids don't really understand that concept. You know what I mean? They don't. Kids don't sit on the porch. They don't no sit more. on the porch. No. You know, they don't. They don't. You know, everything is, like you said, through the social media world. And it's, mm -hmm. it's part of their generation. So I can't even be like, yo, you know. What you doing? They'll look at me like, what you talking about? Like, this is what we do at this at this stage and age. Right. So it's like, 
I, I really, I really have a lot of appreciation, bruh, for the porch. Yeah. Honestly, listen, I listen. really, really do because it really, really just set me up in more ways than I could have ever imagined, man. Right. And and then be just to just to piggyback off what you're saying, man, um, that's what I said. That's why I said what I said earlier about when, you know, when we first started, it remind me of home. Yeah. And that's what made me think about the little video cast where you you rip my shirt, all <laughs> that shit. And and the wristband. You know what I mean? But stole my wristband. What, <laughs> what makes memories what makes memories so great is actually seeing what you grew and you blossomed into. Right, 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 right. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. You know. Like it, it really, it really, really, really is a it's a great feeling, man. You know what I mean? But we naturally understand and naturally um, get where we want to go. So now, looking later on in the life, because when you're young, you're full of, your mind is full of dreams. You know what you want to do, and you really even believe more that you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But somewhere around the line, you stop the very first, like you said, the very first challenging issue you have. Instead of saying, I'm going to stay with this and I'm going to just keep going because I believe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we go through these things to learn. Like last night, guess what I watched last night? What you watched? MC Hammer story. Okay. I don't know why, why I watched it. It just popped up on my YouTube feed. And I forgot that Hammer used to preach. I, I don't know why I forgot about that. He was a preacher first. Mm -hmm. Then he became a rapper. And he went back to preach. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he had, we, that neighborhood knew Hammer as the preacher. We learned MC Hammer as the rapper. Mm -hmm. He made a bigger spark on life after he became, it was still a necessary time mm -hmm. that he had to go through. A so necessary he was in a cycle. cycle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Necessary cycle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like I said, man, this is the Porch Podcast, man. This is episode five. And before we sign up out of here. I want to remind you to listen to us on all your streaming sites. Yes, sir. Okay. That would be Amazon Music. Apple Podcasts. Radio Public. Stitcher. Spotify. And everywhere else. That's it. And you can watch all the videos and stuff on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search The Porch Podcast. That's spelled D-A-P-O-R-C-H podcast. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Influential as at M-R underscore E-N-F-L-U-E-N-T-I-A-L. You can find P at P Original 1996 and the porch as a whole at duh, D-A Porch 30, the number 30. Like I said, man, this is the Porch Podcast, episode five. Thank y'all for tuning in. Absolutely, y'all. Right. Peace. Peace.